everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPodcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. We are planning on doing big things with our humble little projects such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. By supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay for rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. Again, that is https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. So this is going to be a pretty quick one. Um, So I'm going to read an article from the Boston Globe and then I will give my commentary on it. Um, Okay, so the article is is Salem Marijuana Store temporarily, temporarily out of flower citing technical glitch by Felicia Gans. A recreational marijuana shop in Salem, one of the nine adult use stores in Massachusetts, is temporarily not selling marijuana flower because of a technical glitch, according to the dispensary. Alternative Therapies Group, which was the third recreational store to open and the first medical store to open in the state. It's not said in the article, but just a little bit of inside baseball here said on its website Tuesday that a technical glitch with the state's seed-to-sale system that it will have to close as a result of that. The store is out of flower. The green leafy buds must commonly use for smoking. The seed-to-sale system is a real-time delivery, real-time, excuse me, real-time inventory required by the state's Cannabis Control Commission. It, quote, provides the electronic tracking of individual cannabis or marijuana plant, including its cultivation, growth, harvest, and preparation of cannabis or marijuana products, if any, and final sale in real time, according to a guidance from the state. The, the, quote, the system shall utilize a unique plant identification, a unique batch identification, quote, the guidance says, quote it will it will also be able to track agents and licenses involvement with the marijuana product end quote a spokesman for the cannabis control commission said tuesday evening that the system has been fully functional it is not clear whether any other stores are experiencing a technical glitch as cited by atg by representatives from several other recreational stores said tuesday they were operating business as usual, including Cultivator in Leicester and New England Treatment Access in Northampton, two 
the the first two recreational stores to open. A representative from the Salem store did not respond to requests for comment. ATG has been appointment only since opening December. Its menu is similar to many other recreational dispensaries with a wide variety of flowers <laughs> and concentrates as as of December edibles and topicals were sold to medical patients only. <laughs> all right so a lot to unpack there and a, a lot of inside baseball I'm gonna drop on you guys so um I mean I was gonna hold off on doing this episode until name and shame but this was just too juicy to sit on this and there's just so much to unpack. So like 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 the article said earlier, um, they're they're one of the nine first dispensaries to open. Um, we we only have like nine right now, and the first to open on, on in eastern Massachusetts in in my hometown county that I live in. So they're like the only game in town for the entire county, and and now they can't sell flour, and and according to some other updated. Uh, news that I've gotten they've they've closed the door entirely to recreational patients for now so so now people in eastern Massachusetts are gonna have to go back to the black market now because of this incompetence you know and that's that's what I would blame this on if it, if, if I were to be a hundred percent I would blame it on incompetence you know so I'm gonna drop a little bit of inside baseball here so so when we so we legalized medical cannabis in 2012, but we had such a huge delay with the stores opening, with the medical stores opening, that the first one didn't open until 2015, summer 2015 to be precise. And um, I remember when that when when you know, when the first one opened, and the first one the first medical cannabis store to open was was this very store that ran out of flour. Um, so they, they were the first to open. I remember at one of my workplaces that I was at, you know, one of my coworkers, my coworker who I was very close to at that company, she, she had, be, she, she became one of the first patients when, when the registry started opening and, um, she was pretty excited about this dispensary opening. And then fast forward to two, two, two years and some change later, or about two years later, you know, I got my card, and then I go to this dispensary. They were actually my first dispensary, because um, the one that was near, that was more near me, you know, parking would have would have been would have been a higher logistical hurdle for me, or whatever. Would I would have had to plan parking, have you know, have enough coins for street parking, and yada yada, and just. I didn't want to deal with that for whatever reason at that time. So I went to this ATG dispensary and like there, I mean, I, I know part, I know cash only is part of the course in cannabis because of federal prohibition, but okay. So they're, so one thing they they were cash only and they scan you like they, they have like a metal detector. I'm not, I'm not making that up. So they have a metal detector. They treat you like a like like it's like the TSA or whatever when coming in. So the security guy pats you down. You have to go through the metal detector and all that. And it's just they grope you. And it's just ugh. and then you go in and then you you take a ticket like it's like the DMV pretty much. And I mean I wouldn't mind those things if the prices were decent, but the prices suck. 
you know the prices were never good anytime I went there you know um and and they wouldn't have very much sales most of the time either so it was almost never worth my while ever really going there and I can only I, I've only maybe been there three times and you know I mean I don't really miss it you know I don't really I don't really feel a, a hankering to go there frequently and to frequent that place and you know it's just like the flower there wasn't even, the flower that did get there wasn't even all that wasn't even all that in my opinion but it's just it's just ridiculous it just feels like a lot of these companies are managed by people who don't even smoke cannabis and have nothing but contempt for the plant and are just trying to make as much cash as possible you know but they don't really have the passion for the for the actual thing that they're in charge of you know they don't have the passion or competence and it, it's showing by them running out and not anticipating demand or, or not having or not growing enough of, of a flower to be able to sell or to or not being on top of compliance or any number of, of failings that led to this dispensary being in the state that it is in right now and it's it's just it's just sad it's just ridiculous um so another thing and in, in the article they were saying a wide variety of flowers well i mean if you look through social media this dispensary had like when people would go there like so many people would complain that there weren't a lot of flowers for recreational that you know like their their website was inaccurate because then you go there and reality would be totally different that you know they wouldn't have what they see that they had in stock and then edibles and flat and topicals being sold to medical patients only that's that's hilarious because their edibles although the the, the chocolates taste pretty good they're very very expensive so it's 60 milligram like whole edible or whatever that they sold there the 60 milligram edible was was 30 30 dollars not making that up 30 bucks like that's highway robbery i've been to michigan where i've gotten edibles of that strength for maybe five six dollars or i've gotten like a four for twenty dollar uh edible deal when i was at the canvas cop over in michigan you know there's no reason why you should be charging thirty dollars for a 60 milligram edible so that's just a little bit of inside baseball about ATG. And another thing I sort of, another idea I've sort of been thinking about is that, you know, you know, ATG, Alternative Therapies Group, if you are listening to this podcast right at this moment, you know, um, here's what I would do if I were you. If I were you, here's what I would, here's what I would do. I would, I, I mean, I would... I mean, since Maine, since neighboring Maine has recreational, but they don't have stores open and probably not going to have stores until the ending of this year. So you have a lot of talent that's just on the underground market, just sitting around sort of trying to hustle and trying to, you know, wait for the winds to blow in their state or, or even going to other legal states where they can sort of sell and make a living. If I were if I were ATG, I would I would I would take a road trip to Maine. I would you know I would scour social media. I would scour, you know, all my social networks and look and 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 talk to talk to some caregivers and home and 
and big scale home growers to I, I would pick their brains and you know I would even possibly pay that I would even pay them very good coin and very good money for their knowledge on how to make good product that I'm not going to run out of in my dispensary you know there's just a wealth of knowledge in that state there really is you know they've been going at medical for two decades and you know you've had a caregiver network for about that time and you know like there's a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of competence that can be tapped that could solve the woes that these Massachusetts dispensaries are having you know and a lot of these people are pioneers too so it's like you know if you pay them good money I'm not saying like I'm saying pay them good money and good coin for their expertise you know like I'm not I mean don't pay them entry level bud tender money because they're gonna they're they're rightfully gonna feel insulted and continue to sell to their to 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 their patients or to other rec customers or whatever I, w I would pay these people good coin I'd, I and I would listen to everything they have to say so ATG if you're listening to to this scour your social network find some caregivers find some experts in Maine take take into account everything they're telling you to do grow some more weed and do it with some competence grow some better and make some better product with some competence and you know you'll be out of the situation before you know it so that's 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 what I have to say about all this and as always stay medicated my friends